As a follower of Jesus, you've been commissioned. You've been given an assignment. You're called to be an ambassador. And you've been sent by God. Here's Barbara Rainey. It's not a mistake that God has put all of us where He's put us. The neighborhood we live in, the schools we go to, all of those things, God has sovereign purposes for us. And when we remember that we're ambassadors and that we're here on mission and that we're here for the purposes of God, then it helps us to see meaning in all of the, all of the circumstances around us and in the places where God has called us to live and relate to people. Welcome to the Barbara Rainey Podcast from Ever Thine Home, where we're dedicated to helping you experience God in your home. Thanks for listening. How would you say things are going in your embassy today? Last time on the Barbara Rainey Podcast, she encouraged us to think of ourselves as ambassadors who represent the King of Kings. That makes your home an official embassy. Here's Barbara recapping how this concept first settled into her mind. It was through a video she watched online. This person has on the outside of his home, we've been calling him him, Mm -hmm. because we're not allowed to say the gender of this person because of security reasons. But this person has on the outside of his home a brass plaque that says, Embassy of the King of Heaven. And he goes on to tell the story of how his home is an embassy for the king, and it looks like the home of the king. He thinks of it that way. He invites people in and serves them and listens to them uh, because he is a representative of the king of heaven. And when I heard that, I thought, oh, that's that's who I am. That's who we are. That's who all of us are who belong to Christ. But how often do I think of my home as an embassy? Well, until I saw that video, I really didn't think about that too much. That was some years ago. Barbara said about making a metal plaque that she could display outside her front door. And you can download the sign or purchase a stencil to make your own sign at everthinehome.com embassy. Barbara's husband, Dennis, explains the biblical background for this concept. Of course, this comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 5, where Paul said, Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ. God making his appeal through us, we implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. All the people who are listening to this broadcast who are followers of Christ, listen up. This is our assignment. Mm-hmm. This is our mission. We are ambassadors in a land that is, is not our home, mm-hmm. and we've been given an assignment as ambassadors. And These are days when there's a lot of fear taking place in our country. These days present a great opportunity for us to present the claims of Christ to offer forgiveness to any person who will cry out to Christ. I think there's a lot of fear today, but I think there's even more guilt. I think there is a lot of guilt in our nation for people who have disobeyed God. They know they have offended Almighty God, and they need forgiveness. And that's what the gospel of Jesus Christ is all about. My point is seize the day. Let's go for it. And you know what? Train your kids to do Mm -hmm. it. There's two ways to send your kids into the world. First of all, you can let them go and be naive and probably become a casualty of the culture and of the world. Or you can give them an assignment, the biblical assignment we've all been given, and send them. 
They're, they're compared in Psalm 127.4, like arrows in the hand of a warrior, so are the children of one's youth. There's a reason why I think a child was was compared to an arrow. He was designed for, for battle. He was designed to pierce the darkness, to go out there and proclaim Christ. And these are days when kids are questioning their own identity, who they are, and they don't know the whole gender identity issue. This is a great opportunity to help people first and foremost find their spiritual identity. One day, not too long ago, Barbara was communicating with a friend, explaining this idea of home being an embassy. At the time, Janelle and her family were overseas. Janelle sent me, actually, she wrote it up as a blog post for the Ever Thine Home blog. And um, the story is of a friend of hers who is also a missionary in the country of Uganda. And they were talking one day, and this friend said to my friend Janelle, she said, well, I, I need to tell you what happened to us a couple of weeks ago. We were driving, my teenage son and I were driving through the city, the capital city. And she said one of the things that happens sometimes in the city traffic is an official motorcade will come through. And because there aren't the same kinds of traffic laws that we're used to in the United States, they'll just show up out of nowhere. And because of the noise, you might not hear them until they're literally on your bumper. And if you don't get out of the way in time of this official convoy, then you can be in big trouble. Well, that happened. Her teenage son hadn't been driving that long. This official convoy came up and he didn't move over quickly enough. The police pulled him over to the side of the road, jerked him out of the car, and a arrested him. And he didn't know why he was being arrested, but they hauled him off to the local police station. They made him take off all of his clothes except his jeans. They um, accused him of being an international spy, and they put him in jail. Now, here they are. Here's this family, this American family who's living in the country of Uganda. They're there as missionaries to serve the people, to love the people, and their teenage son has just been thrown in jail. And so the parents are there, and they're trying to make sense of all of this. They're trying to listen through the interpreter, what what's going on? Why are you accusing our son? He didn't know he was breaking the law. And, you know, all of this conversation's going on, and they weren't making any headway. And all of a sudden, the dad remembered that he had just entered into his phone a very important phone number. And the phone number was the phone number for the embassy the United States Embassy in Kampala, Uganda. And he pulled out his cell phone and he dialed that number and he got on the phone with the major who, not the official head ambassador, but the major who is in charge of the forces that protect the embassy in that country. And the major got on the phone and they began to talk. And all of a sudden things began to change because this family were Americans, and now he was talking to the representative of our government, to his home country, which is the United States. And the major was able to tell him what to say, how to answer the questions, and within an hour, their son was out of prison, and they were headed home. It was all resolved. But it was because he went to the person who could solve the problem. He went to the ambassador of the United States because he is a citizen of the United States, even though he's living in a foreign country. And it's a perfect illustration for us as believers that we are living in a foreign country. And when we have things happen, who do we go to? We go to our father. Where does our father live? He lives in heaven. What kind of authority does he have? 
He has all authority. (laughs) What kind of power does he have? Mm -hmm. He has all power. And so the analogy is very similar that we as Christ's ambassadors belong to him. And when we have trouble in the world, when we run into obstacles, when we run into difficulties, we go to our king, the king of our country. And that's who intercedes for us um, as we're his ambassadors in this land. Well, while you were talking, Barbara, I was thinking of uh, among the last words that Jesus said to his disciples before he uh, was carried away to heaven. He said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples. There's our mission. Mm -hmm. And there is the king who has not partial authority, but all authority. To your point, Jesus Christ has all authority and he gave us the command to go. And as ambassadors, we need to be on mission. Mm-hmm. If we know whose we are and who we are and what our assignment is, mm-hmm. we need to be about proclaiming Christ to a needy nation. And don't forget the last part of that verse because it says, and I will be with you wherever you go. Yeah. So he doesn't just call us to go and represent him and tell us that he has all power and authority, but he promises that he will go with us. And that's the comfort and that's the assurance that as we go out in his name, he goes with us. And in this season in America... I think followers of Christ need to be reminded who is with them. Mm-hmm. Jesus said here, you already quoted it, and behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. He's not going to abandon us Mm-mm. as orphans, he said. He's, he is going to be with us, and he is going to prepare a place for us that he says, where I am, you may be also. So this isn't our home. Our home is with him where Mm -hmm. he's preparing a place for us. And by the way, it's been said he's been gone for over 2,000 years, and we saw what he created in six days. So you got to believe this is going to be a fine place he's got. Very fine. (laughs) In building this home for us over 2,000-plus years. But we just need to take him at his word and not be, I'm just thinking of the word we used to use as kids, scaredy cats. We shouldn't mm-hmm. be run around afraid of what's taking place in our country right now. Jesus Christ has not been dethroned. God is still in charge. Now, why all this is happening, why everything is taking place in our country, why there's so much unrest and maybe a lack of civil conversation and discourse and debate, I don't know. But I think there's lessons to be learned. Ambassadors represent their home country's government. For Christians, that concept can seem a little abstract. And part of the reason for that is the fact that the kingdom of heaven is unseen. Jesus sometimes spoke cryptically about God's kingdom. He said, it's near. It's in your midst. It's something you need to seek. Those missionaries in Uganda could point to specific government officials and say, I'm from their country. I'm American. But if you say, I'm from heaven, I serve the king of the universe— People might wonder if you're a little crazy. Barbara takes us back to that concept of our identity. I think we have to remember who we belong to. I think as Christians, we often do a lot of self-talk and a lot of reminding ourselves of whose we are, who we belong to. But I also think it helps to remember what we've been called to do. She quotes Pastor Timothy Keller, who's now with the Lord. 
He says there are three ways that you can visit a country. You can go as a tourist. You can go as an immigrant hoping to assimilate into the culture and make that your home. Or you can be an ambassador. And God has called us to be an ambassador to represent him. He doesn't want us to assimilate into this culture. He doesn't want us to just use it. He wants us to reach it. And there's a big difference in going to reach the country, the place, the community, the neighborhood where he has called you to live. And I think sometimes we we talk about God's sovereignty and we think of it so casually, but it's not a mistake that God has put all of us where he's put us. The neighborhood we live in, the schools we go to, all of those things, God has sovereign purposes for us. And when we remember that we're ambassadors and that we're here on mission and that we're here for the purposes of God, then it helps us to see meaning in all of the, all of the circumstances around us and in the places where God has called us to live and relate to people. When we were college students, Bill Bright, who was the leader of Campus Crusade, as it was called then, uh, the organization that we were involved in for Bible study and uh, for getting to know other believers, uh, he coined this phrase, come help change the world. And we heard it several times. And the more we heard it, the more we began to believe that we could actually be a part of changing the world. Well, that's such an overwhelming dream and idea that any one person couldn't imagine changing the world. But together, then it made a big difference. So as we began to think as a group of college students about the idea of changing the world, it began to soak into the fiber of who we were. And we began to believe that, yes, we could change the world. If we walked with Christ, if we believed him, if we followed him, Uh, for all of our days, then maybe together we really could change the world. Because again, that is what God has left us here to do, is to impact other people and to bring many with us into the kingdom when we go. And so what happened was a couple of college kids believed that statement. We stormed the campus, making Jesus Christ the issue at the University of Arkansas. Then we graduated and continued on mission. Barbara went to to the University of Arkansas South Carolina and Columbia, and I went on to work with high school students in Dallas, Texas, and some months later started dating and got married. Mm-hmm. We were on mission together, and uh, God can use you as a human being. According to Barbara, living like an ambassador doesn't necessarily mean you have to raise support and go into full-time missionary work. And I think that by looking at someone else and saying, oh, You have to do that to be an ambassador is to miss the idea altogether because God calls each of us to be his representative. It means to stand for him. It means to speak for him. It means to show what he is like where you live and with the people that he's given you to relate to. So it isn't so much about doing things or accomplishing great feats, but it's representing Christ because we are the temple. We are the temple of Christ. So when we walk around, no matter where we go, the grocery store, the school, whatever it is, it's the living, breathing temple of God walking around in the culture in which God has placed you to live. Yeah, we're kind of at the Pentagon. Others are out on the front lines having an impact. You know, and this is going to sound pretty strong, but that kind of thinking that the ministry and the work of being an ambassador and making your home an embassy of the king is only for full-time Christian workers, pastors, people who are, as you said, all in. Well, we all should be all in. 
We may have different assignments in terms of being a doctor, in terms of being a teacher at the factory, working behind the scenes in in, uh, some institution, but we're all called to be ambassadors. And that's that's what Paul said. I'm going to read it again. I read it earlier, uh, just a couple of passages in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. And it goes on in verse 20, a couple of verses later, it says, Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ, God making his appeal through us. We implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. And and there you really see what is the essence of an ambassador. He has been appointed by the king. So that means you you gotta surrender to the appointment. You gotta surrender to the king and say, I receive the appointment. And to get the appointment of being an ambassador, you have to receive the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, Jesus Christ. You have to place your faith in him and uh, be born again. But the second thing is after you receive the appointment, you have to start acting like an ambassador. And then third, you need to make your home a Christian embassy. And fourth, you need to give your children the right credentials to be able to operate in the world. And you need to give them the right identity so that they know who they are too. I'm telling you, these are exciting days to be alive. I think the darker it gets in the culture, the brighter the light of Christ is gonna shine in our nation. And I look at these days, I gotta tell you, a marriage and family ministry is where it's happening. It is under attack as never before. The very foundations of what is a marriage have been, have been assaulted. It's clear in the Bible, God is the the creator, the originator. He is the one who thought marriage up in the first place, and he is the one who knows how to make it work. And it's a great opportunity, by the way, to be an ambassador for Christ that talks to people about how you doing in your marriage, how you doing in your family. If you need help, I know where you can go to get help. We're here to serve people where they live and to help them be effective ambassadors and to help them turn their homes in to embassies of the king. There are different ways to do that, of course. You might want to make your own sign like Barbara did, something you can post in a visible spot. The one Barbara designed says Embassy of the King. You can download it and print it out, or you can get a stencil and make your own sign. Or just come up with your own design. Barbara and her friend Janelle also wrote a book titled Your Home, His Embassy. They wrote it to help prompt discussions with family or friends, conversations about what it looks like to be an ambassador. The book Your Home, His Embassy by Barbara Rainey and Janelle Breitenstein is available in electronic form for $5.99. Now, if you're a subscribing member of Barbara's Friends and Family, that book is already included. If you're not a member, you can subscribe today for $5 a month and not only get the book, but also all of Barbara's new content as she posts it, including devotionals, podcasts, and Barbara's new five-part video Bible study, Cultivating Hope, as well as other new devotionals and podcasts. The sign, the ebook, and all the pertinent information can be found at this web address, everthinehome.com slash embassy. Again, for the printable sign or stencil, the ebook, Your Home, His Embassy, and information on subscribing to Barbara's friends and family, 
It's everthinehome.com slash embassy. I'm Samantha saying thank you to Dennis and Barbara Rainey for sharing today and thanking you for listening. I hope you'll be back next time for the Barbara Rainey podcast from Ever Thine Home.